This is the Epilogue Audio Experience. I'm Bhavna Sumaya on Epilogue Media's Meri Kahani. And normally I introduce my guests with adjectives and epithets. But when it comes to Namita Thapar, you have to introduce her with uh, statistics and figures. For example, you say that uh, her turnover of her company is uh, 6,000 CR plus. She and her presence in the countries is 70 plus countries and her staff is uh, 10,000 plus. So the figures are intimidating but also attractive. Her education uh, degrees are also intimidating. She is an MBA, she is a CA, she is an academic, she hosts a digital show on health issues and she's a part of the Shark Tank jury that all of us love to watch. Namita Thapar, it's an absolute privilege. Thank you so much, Bhavna. A privilege for me as well. And I love the way you use statistics to introduce me. Uh, goes really well with a numbers nerd like me. So thank you for that. You know what happens, Namita, because people like me and in the kind of profession I am, uh, I only deal with art and culture. And figures are something that really intimidates me. And most of the artists are very bad with mathematics. Like I know <laughs> that in school, uh, I got zero in arithmetic. Oh and my, my, my paper was shown in the classroom and I felt very humiliated. And I went and cried to my uh, father and he came back and scolded the teacher that if she's not good in arithmetic, it's all right. She'll do well in life. Oh, wow. You had a wonderful, wise father. Yes. So tell me about your life. How did you know that you were going to be very good with this business and all that? So, you know, um, when you're young, your first person or contact with the world is your parents, right? So my father is a first generation entrepreneur and I always saw him get a lot of people home for dinner and have these very engaging discussions uh, that I would watch. And I said, um, that's what I want to be. I want to be a business leader. And then my mother got married when she was really young. She was barely 19, 20, had me when she was 21, gave up her dreams of being a financially independent career woman that she really wanted to do because she got married in this large, you know, what is like joint family, good Jew family, traditional family, um, and supporting a first gen entrepreneur who was pretty much not there. So uh, she was a single mother uh, in real terms. And so I think uh, she wanted to make sure that her daughter um, achieved everything that she dreamt of and couldn't achieve. So she would tell me all these bedtime stories of, um, you know, this is what you got to be. You got to wear these business suits, make these presentations, wear these high heels, be financially independent, make an impact. Um, so, you know, that was sort of my childhood conditioning. As I got older, uh, you know, I started watching the world around me and I said, yes, this is what I really want to be. So it was a combination of my father and mother to a large extent influencing me and then me forming my own independent view saying, yeah, this sounds really incredible. I'd love to be this and do this and really have an impact, um, be it my company in terms of building brands or be the society at large in terms of giving back. So when did you realize that you were different from the others in the classroom or in college that you were um, having a, a very sharp mind and you were going to take a different direction? So I think different, I realized I was in good and bad. 
so the good was of course your you know external parameters your report card when you consistently stand i should always stand second for some reason i always missed the first rank uh, which i was made to feel terrible about but that's a different story um so you know when you come second also you it's a testament that you have a relatively good iq right um so that that makes you kind of stand apart but in a bad way where i stood apart is because i wanted to come in the top 3 i basically gave up everything i didn't really do any extra curricular i was a complete just you know study study that's all i did and the process i became really big had a lot of acne and you know i got teased a lot for that so uh, so i felt very different because i i felt isolated from the others i felt the others were being teens were having fun um, you know were enjoying their childhood were being silly and uh, you know i was always just studying 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 and i paid a price for that by a lot of labeling that happened in those years so i think i was made to feel different uh, very early on in good and bad ways uh, but you know at the end of the day uh, even the bad ways they build character you become who you are based on a lot of scars that you acquire um over those 45 years of your journey um and i and so no regrets i think they they taught me more than the good did so you are an mba a ca and how did you finally decide that you're going to do what you're doing today because mba and ca are completely different things so what happened is i was working in the bay area i think it's very important for people from family businesses to work in companies outside of their family business uh because um, the kind of work ethic you develop uh, it's it's really priceless and so i was working for two companies in the us uh for 6 years before i joined mq and i was primarily doing finance and then moved on to marketing also for a couple of years um that's when my father got private equity money needed help and said hey why don't you come and try this out so sometimes it's just destiny right the timing worked out well i just had my first son and was looking for additional help and you know being in india would obviously give me that in terms of the support system house help a lot of infrastructure that india has that the us doesn't so there was a timing in terms of new mother uh, had been in the us for 6 years working already was uh, was kind of thinking what next and then dad got this private equity money where he's like you know come give it a try for 2 years 2007 was when a lot of our friends from the bay area were moving back to india because india was really really having exponential growth at that point um and so a lot of people from the us were moving back so i think sometimes bhavna um you know you have a broader vision but the move to india and joining mq first as cfo and now leading the india business a uh, kind of certain things played out well so they say the universe conspires to make things happen when you want something really bad and i think i wanted to move back to india really bad i wanted to um, you know join the business first as cfo then i wanted to lead the india business build brands um and, and you know when you deeply wish for something it somehow has a way of working out for you like they say fortune favors the brave and i've never had lack of courage uh in my life so i think that's that's one thing that's worked out well So are you often asked questions like how do you build brands how do you know what to say or what to do you know because uh, for example i'm just giving an example i have written something like 18 books okay wow and you write a book which is about a lack of words you correct it you redraft it and you give it to the publisher but you know uh, you never really know how to market your books you know so much so much mehnat goes into it you don't know how many books are selling you don't know what figures are given to you and then you just stop worrying you leave it and you get on to your next book so i'm saying that when i watch your shark tank and the way you interact with these people the questions you ask and i'm always saying that where were these guys when we needed them 
why nobody told us what to do now that's a great question bhavna so you know obviously for obvious reasons after shark tank my life has just changed right and um there at least about 20 invites every month from different people to come as a speaker or media engagements and we cannot take on everything because it's a at some point you can end up repeating the same thing right because my life's the same my life's not going to change my stories are not going to change um and so i probably end up taking one per month out of the 20 that come my way because otherwise it distracts you uh, from your core work which is mcure and then the many other things that i do um and so for that reason i came upon this idea like you to write a book so i'm a first time author and uh, my book is coming out in a month uh, it's called the dolphin and the shark so um each and every word is written by me it's a very easy quick read paper paper back so i don't believe in having someone write my book otherwise it takes away from the rawness takes away from the authenticity um and for me the rawness the vulnerability the authenticity is what makes a book readable the stories are what makes it readable and i have to tell my own stories right i can't have somebody else write my story um so i've written my first book for the simple reason that um instead of people keeping on inviting me for various shows i'm going to be like hey just read the book it's all in there <laughs> you know um and um so i mean long answer to your question you should not do that you say i will come for your uh, okay lecture but your company has to buy uh, 500 copies of my book oh my god yeah that you're you're a bigger Because shot than me bhavna i don't go anywhere unless they buy at least 100 copies but oh my for god. you they will buy 500 copies otherwise you're, i say you're, i have you're a... just you're just talking ki are humko nahi sikhaya ye wo you could teach a thing or two to us bhavna you're the real shark Look at you. You know, yeah, it's called uh, necessity is the mother of invention. I know, I know, and we women pick it up Because pretty quickly. Because things don't sell, so you have to think of different ways to sell it. You know, but I love it, Bhavna, because um, you know, now that it's two ladies speaking, I always feel that women are very bad at promoting themselves, and they almost feel shy about yeah. marketing themselves or promoting themselves. They're shy. They're apologetic about it. and um, you would never see a man behaving that way you know um they, they of course a lot of them have the opposite problem blowing their own trumpets to another extreme but i think women are the other extreme and so in a lot of my talks i keep saying exactly what you said that uh, get good about uh, speaking up using the power of your voice uh, marketing yourself promoting yourself don't be shy about it don't be apologetic about it and you just gave such a beautiful example of exactly yes. that so kudos yeah. to you for that <laughs> so tell me uh, you also do this digital show on your health and you are also teaching so yes. uh, what are you you're teaching about brands so i'll tell you uh, basically um, i've been running this academy for the last 6 years it uh, teaches entrepreneurship now entrepreneurship cannot be taught so this is actually a, a a course that is more of an experiential course we get you a lot of industry speakers um you know we help you think through your business idea your 3 minute pitch and it culminates into an investor panel where you go and you give your 3 minute pitch and then you get q and it's like a shark tank rehearsal right and i personally am very involved and 6 years i've been doing it and i love it that's my weekend passion and uh, i personally write the case studies i get involved in the curriculum the teacher selection 
um, you know, some of the relationship management with the big schools, big um, uh, incubators. And um, I, I think that's very important because still you're not a part of it. And if you just have a CEO, uh, it will not get that passion and that vibe, no. um, you know, that, that you had in mind when you took this up, right? Um, yeah, and in fact, yeah. every session has one two-hour session by me where I come in as a mentor. Uh, so it's a 15-session uh, class. And out of the 15 sessions, one session, I come and I listen to the pitches and I guide them. I ask them wow. questions. Uh, so it's two hours per cohort that I personally given. Um, and for me, it's a great way to meet young entrepreneurs, teenagers, uh, you know, sharpen my own skills. I feel good about giving back to the ecosystem. Yes. That's the reason I took up Sharp Tank as well, because, you know, my father's mm -hmm. an entrepreneur. We've done so well. Um, and at some point, it's important not just to stay in your comfort zone, but to, you know, really put yourself out there and give back. Yes. Um, and yes. I have a little bit of that empathy giving sort of mindset, yeah. which I think all leaders should. Um, so yes. Thapar Entrepreneurs Academy is um, is one thing that I do very passionately on weekends. And then the YouTube okay. show started because out of 156 countries surveyed by World Economic Forum, India ranked 155th, which is bottom two on women's health. And being a pharma company and being a woman, it's a double whammy, right? I mean, how can these numbers be okay with us? And we realize yeah. a big gap was awareness. Even urban working women, educated women did not know about a lot of these uh, health conditions. There were a lot of taboos, taboos around it. So when you see my show, which is on YouTube called Uncondition Yourself with Namita, it's in season three now. Uh, so the interesting thing is season one and two, we shot last year, bang in the middle of the pandemic. So everybody thought we were crazy, you know, here COVID is raging and we are filming. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, if, if you have a good idea, it's important to do it right away rather than wait for the perfect timing. Um, I'm a believer in speed and sense of urgency. So we're in season two and um, episode two episodes have been launched. So each season has 10 episodes. So we've already launched 22 episodes and they're very uh, quick and easy 15 to 20 minute uh, little videos where we have doctors and most importantly, we have women coming and talking about their stories, taboos, misconceptions. So it's meant to be very conversation style and I'm the moderator. And of course, I was told by 100 people, it'll dilute your image as CEO. There may be controversies and morchas outside our gate. You don't do it. Hire someone to do it. But again, I'm of the opinion that if it's my idea, my baby, um, only I will be able to bring the passion if I'm in it and put the doctors and patients at ease. Uh, so a common trend you'll notice is I don't listen to anybody. I do what I feel is right. Um, and so, you know, again, um, I did it. Uh, fingers crossed. And fortunately, there's been no morcha. And fortunately, me being the moderator has actually worked out in making it more real and more authentic. Because I've shared yeah. a lot of my personal stories too. Yes, I saw uh, one episode with uh, Vidya Balan. Yes, yes. And you know, as a film critic, I've been following her career from the time she came in her first movie. And yeah. uh, the questions you asked, you know, about why she is uh, slightly weight, it's because we got to know the real problem. I mean, nobody yes. knew it. Nobody and, knew it. And nobody knew it. It's the first time we got to know and it was nothing that we had imagined. Yes, absolutely. And I uh, think so that's the I... purpose. That's the purpose to show the authenticity, which people usually are too superficial and don't dig deeper and don't give the artist an opportunity to speak about the real stuff because we're too yeah. busy scratching the surface, yeah. you know. And in fact, you know, you and I need to meet and have a separate conversation because I'm a huge Bollywood buff. 
I've named my two boys Viru and Jay after Shole. Oh my god. <laughs> That's how crazy I am. And I watch uh-huh. every movie that releases. I mean, I'm I'm as crazy Bollywood as they get. So one day you and I will have to meet on that. I will. I just watch you on Shark Tank. I watch you with Vidya Balan. And I feel uh, you are very compassionate. Uh you are a good listener. and uh, you are genuinely involved and engaged with the person you are talking which i think is uh, the bottom line for any success story because unless you are involved no matter what strata of society they come from it's the individual it's the story it's the brand what is it saying what can you do or you cannot do because sometimes uh, on the sets uh, Uh, the sharks are having a lot of fun and there is a lot going on even amongst them which we don't always get it but we get a glimpse of it yeah. so what has been your experience on the shark tank so um you know i'm a very big believer both on the youtube that you mentioned about empathy as well as on shark tank is if you do something with the right intention you can't fake it right it's reality television mm-hmm. whatever comes out in terms of the founders grasping that or in terms of the ladies i'm interviewing for the health show grasping that they will always pick on to that vibe and that energy yes. and that energy and vibe only comes when in your heart there's authenticity and purity of intent um so you know for me it's very important to keep that core very real um and that's the reason why women after the show tell me oh my god we spoke about stuff we've never spoken about before you just yeah. made us open up that's why founders come back to me and say you know we wanted to be with you because we wanted you and you know your empathy to be a part of our journey we felt that you would be a good friend right yeah. um and, and so bottom line is um when it came to the, the the women or the founders it's very important to keep that purity of intent that they caught on to in terms of my co-sharks you know there was there was there was a lot of stuff happening backstage right um there was good and bad we would butt heads uh, because we would obviously disagree on a lot of issues but then we were all mature enough to let it go and you know raat gayi baat gayi let's focus on the show yeah. and then there were also a few sharks i really hit it off with and we would be just joking eating dancing backstage and i've become very good friends with them so right sweet. um and you know we kind of i think support each other in a lot of ways even post the show um so i think um it it worked out great because i made a new set of friends and most importantly i'm not from the startup world out of the seven sharks uh six are founders i'm also an entrepreneur because i took my company from 500 to 6000 plus crores you need an entrepreneurial mindset for that but i'm not a founder mm. person i come from a legacy company um mm. so i was very different if you see out mm. of this uh, sharks in terms of my yes. profile my thinking yes um, so i think i learned a lot from my fellow sharks i learned a lot from the founders i learned a lot from the production team because i knew nothing about media right so it was such a great learning experience for me uh, that i've always obviously said yes to season 2 because uh, it's it's just been a phenomenal both learning as well as enjoyable journey i'm glad you said yes because we are looking forward to it too finally <laughs> how does your family react to your super success so the adults are very proud of me so obviously my parents and my husband and all support me i wouldn't be here without their support it's very important uh, and they're proud of me my kids are at that age where they're teenagers so they don't like the fact that if they're on a vacation 
people come and take selfies you know mm. or if uh, if i'm with them and i'm posting something on instagram they'll be this is so fake why do you need to put this on instagram <laughs> uh, why do you need to take selfies you know so they're in that phase where they don't get that the intent is pure and some of this stuff has to be done some of yes. this is part and parcel of it uh, so i yeah. think with them i get a lot of uh, they make fun of me a lot for stuff i yes. say on the show but that's yes. teenagers so that's children yes. uh, it has to be taken in the right spirit so it's been interesting um and you know it's funny because i go to these big parties in pune or mumbai or delhi and uh, you know the people i'm partying with have not seen the show but then if i go to make a call on my way back caterers drivers uh, you know the house help of that uh, host will ghirao me and say oh this was my favorite pitch and can you take a selfie so it's amazing to see how this show has really broken mm-hmm. through all classes and all age groups to really uh, get people more educated um, and also to give a new respect for uh, the entrepreneurial startup uh, ecosystem so the vision with which we started has more than been accomplished is what i would say from the reactions that i've been getting and finally when do you watch the bollywood movies Oh that's my um therapy to relax you know so i have to schedule fun in my uh to do list every day otherwise it doesn't happen so i always keep some time aside for uh, bollywood movies and the stupider they are the dumber they are the better because you know i'm one of those analysis paralysis i think too much um so you know when i watch one of these really mad stupid funny movies uh, i don't think right that's the one time i can live in the moment and just be silly again um and so i end up being feeling completely relaxed at the end of it i mean i watch everything i watch telugu gujarati marathi i watch every movie out there there is so you should also watch my reviews of the movies please send me the link yes i would love 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 to do that thank you very much namita it was wonderful you are not at all uh, like the hoity toity very stylish uh, person we see on the thing you are an exo girl and uh, completely natural and normal which i loved it and you're looking and lovely and so for you it was i could feel the warmth that two women can share you know it was it was a very beautiful vibe and i just felt i was having fun with somebody over a cup of tea so thanks for keeping it so natural so authentic and you know just really nice um and look forward to speaking much thank you for tuning in if you have liked this episode do comment do rate on apple podcasts subscribe on your favorite podcast app like apple podcast google podcast hubhopper castbox spotify geo seven so that you get notified when we come next stay tuned for the next episode with yet another guest and until then take great care of yourself